Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her? We are San Diego's LGBTQ pop culture podcast. I am your host, Tony, and I am here with the Gilbert Godfrey of drag, Miss Mariam T. Hi, she heard me, Miss Mariam T. Hello. (laughs) She is back this week, and producer Rob, the one who shushes you in a library, is here too. Say hi, Rob. Hi, everybody. I'm here too. Yes, and we have very... (laughs) Very oh. special guest. We have a Mo. I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna mess up the last names. I always do on the show. A Mo Gerton and Don Stoltz. Yes, from Gossip Girl, going to be joining us today for the full hour. Welcome, welcome, ladies. How are you this morning? Amazing. Fantastic. So, for people who don't know, Gossip Girl here in San Diego, we've talked a lot on our show. <laughs> um, but, Mo, you're the owner of Gossip Grill, so it's a pleasure to have you on the show and get into what Gossip Grill is all about, because it is one of the last lady bars in America, which I find astonishing. <laughs> but are you both, Don and Mo, are you both from San Diego originally, or did you? are you guys transplants? I am actually from Southern California, close. I grew up in LA, Riverside, Orange County, and then moved here about 20 years ago. And Dawn is what, fourth generation? Fourth generation San Diego native, and all from Hillcrest and North Park. Oh, really? Grandmothers, yeah. See, yeah, native here too, born and raised. But I was um, South Bay and East County. And then I came out here when I came back to San Diego and stuff. But yeah. So you remember. You, Don, you remember North Park before North, when you went to North Park to get drugs and hookers, and it was just like, you know, it was rough. It isn't the North Park like as of today. It was always gays and yeah. elderly. That's yeah. what, I mean, that was what it was. I mean, yeah. My mom ran a salon on 30th Street for, right. gosh, she was there for, gosh, after like 40 some years when she finally retired, the woman that ran the salon was 98 years old. Wow. Finally retired. Wow. Yeah. So what year did you get here, Mo, to San Diego? I moved here August of 99. 99. So both of you remember when Hillcrest had way more gay bars than it does now. Like, um, there was just so many, the flame. And that's where I remember seeing Mo for the first time was the flame because you were a bartender at the flame way back in the day. And I I used to love the flame. Yeah. How long did you work at the flame before you moved on from there? I worked there for three and a half years. I worked, I started, uh, I can tell the story later because it's a great story, but I started as a security guard and then worked my way up to bartender manager. Yeah. And I worked until the last day it was open under Carla Kosho. Yeah, so that was a great, And then I great got spot. hired at Baja Betty's the same weekend. The last weekend the flame was open was the first weekend mm-hmm. that we were training for Betty. So I was pulling double duty. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> And it was uh, it was that part of Hillcrest on Park. We had um, the Flame was there, Numbers was there. We had Bourbon Street back in the day, and Lay Lounges right next to that. And all of those places, unfortunately, are gone now, which is so sad. Yeah. But, but even in San Diego, the number of I guess you could say lesbian bars, there's only one. You, you guys and and Mo, you don't you don't market it as a a lesbian bar. It's a woman's bar. So what it's made a you women's decide? Bar. That? Yeah, I, I went head to head with my business partners on that, and almost walked out of the deal because really? they wanted it to be a lesbian bar, and I knew it wasn't going to survive as a lesbian bar. Number one, number two, I just don't work that way, and yeah. I like the whole everybody everything. So we are a women's bar. So we cater to all women. 
straight, gay, bi, pans, whatever, it doesn't matter, everything in between, and the LGBTQ plus community. Kind of like I say, we and the LGBTQ plus alphabet, we're capital L and capital T. Oh, I love that. I love that. And that's how that. gossip since day one, I remember it. It's like, because it's like everybody's welcome. And there used to be more um, lesbian bars here, like Six Degrees and Bombay Lounge. I remember going to those places so many I'm times. Going to Bombay. Yeah, yeah Bombay. Was, at one point, there was three. There was Patty's Fun Office was in there, too. Yeah. And now Gossip Grill is the only one in California. That is shocking. Wow. Why is that? Why is that, do you think? My personal opinion is <clears throat> a lot of lesbian bars uh, are dyke bars. You know, yeah. they are strong lesbian bars. And a lot of, usually when you think about a gay bar outside of San Diego, you think, oh, scary dyke bar. I'm not, as a male, you know, I'm not welcome there. And you, that doesn't work in this day and age. You yeah. know, you have to be able to pivot and you have to be able to read the room, so to say. And our success is being open to everybody and everything, but still keeping it a safe, fun place for women. Yeah. But a lot of those bars didn't want to, they didn't want to change the way they wanted to stay who they were. And it just doesn't work in yeah. this time yeah. anymore. Yeah. No, that's all. very, very yeah. true. I mean, one of my favorite things about Gossip Girl is that it's, um, it is a trans women safe, or trans folks in general safe <laughs> space, <laughs> but so many trans women feel safe at Gossip Girl. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Um, there's so many safe yeah. spaces needed. It truly is a women's bar. It really, yeah. really is. I, I've always loved going to gossip because I feel like I don't have to be on in front of all the gay men and have the perfect gay men aesthetic. I go to gossip. Yes, gay men are exhausting. <laughs> I know they are. We're I hear exhausting. that all the time. Yeah. I hear that all the time. It's like, I like coming here because I don't have to work so hard. Oh, you're so you know, right. I can just it's see so myself. True. And, the, and the lesbian drama is not the gay boy drama. And the gay oh, boy God, drama no. is not the lesbian drama. Oh, God, no. Good. Totally different. <laughs> I, yeah. it I is completely so agree. Yeah. So Going out is- how, when did you decide to open Gossip Girl? Like, when did that happen? And how did the concept of Gossip Girl come about? So, in 2009, Stefan, I, I worked at Betty's for... Mm-hmm. Uh, Four and a half, almost five years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, about five years. And I was their number one salesperson. I had created my own business within a business, you know, top seller and in, in, one top sellers in the company. And Stefan came to me and asked me, what do you think about opening a lesbian bar? Mm-hmm. And I was like, absolutely not. I mean, I had, I had worked at the flame. I was a manager at the flame. Yeah. I no, thank you. I love my boys. I loved what I did. I made great money. I worked 26 hours a week and I was very happy. So no, thank you. And he was kind of shocked. So he came back at me again in a a few weeks later and offered again. And I turned it down a second time. Mm -hmm. And then him and Chris came to me and there was some ownership dangled at that point. So it was no longer a GM position. It was like a GM owner Uh uh, ownership position. And so then I said, yes, but then the one thing was that it had to be a women's bar. And how did so, how did they do take that instead of your original? Not well. No, really? No, we kind of, uh, it's so funny now because I never fight with my business partners. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get along really, really well and we have a great working relationship. We work together now for, you know, 11 years and I never fight with them. But that day it was a full on fight. We were at a coaching seminar uh, with our business coach in downtown LA at the Crown Hotel or something like that in yeah. the lobby. And there's a full on like standing up like this is how it needs to be. And they're like, it's not going to work. It needs to be a lesbian bar. And I'm like, here's, it finally came down to, 
here's the deal. It's either a women's bar or I walk and I go back to Betty's and you're all on your own. Yeah. You know, like it wasn't, there was no negotiating. And Stefan was kicking me under the table saying, stick to your guns, stick to your guns. But he wasn't standing up and saying anything. I'm like, help me. <laughs> but I think it's a, it was a big payoff. I mean, gossip is a staple in our community and it's been yeah, for a long time. Women's stars in the country. Yeah. I mean, there's only 15, but I, I mean, I, I think we're number one. Yeah. yeah. We're usually ranked <laughs> first or second. So yeah. if you sell it on paper, we're probably ranked number one. <laughs> but it's incredible, especially oh, sure. for, for California that it's the, only one in California, which is still shock, shocking to me. But it's been how have okay how have gossip how have you guys been handling the pandemic and how has how has that changed your business because I know it's affected everybody. But for you guys, how did that? It how did that really happen? has. I mean, gossip is a nightclub bar for for you folks that are not in San Diego. Mm-hmm. We are a one stop shop under one roof. You know, we are food, brunch, lunch, dinner. We are bar. We are nightclub, uh, entertainment, shows, comedy, drag. We're everything under one roof. But 80% of our business comes from nightclub and bar. Mm -hmm. So losing that right now and not coming back anytime soon, it's really forced us to pivot and really concentrate on our food and become a restaurant. Um, But one thing that we cannot deny about gossip is we're liquor for. It's all about booze. Yeah. Our clientele <laughs> likes to drink. So we've really had to be very creative and think outside the box yeah. and become your one-stop booze shop now. So we do lots of um, to-go cocktail kits and and uh, party packs and um, uh, virtual reality mm-hmm. events where you buy your, your drink kit and then make drinks with us. We are selling wholesale bottles. So we're doing a lot of these liquor events that is helping us move along through it but Stay it's not apart. easy we have one of the highest rents in, in hillcrest oh so, i bet and, and the menu at gossip is so good the mac and cheese is like bomb <laughs> it's so good it's Don't so good get for, me started on that i know it soup. is it is the best when you get super high to order it <laughs> <laughs> Have a yeah. I, just, and just I just missed out. Every Wednesday night after bingo, I would just sit. I would have my lashes off, my contacts out, and my lipstick off. And I would just be sitting in my underwear on my couch, eating that grilled cheese. Oh, so good. Trying to suck up three to 30 martinis <laughs> and the before loaf. I could even get in the shower. Oh, yeah, Don, the meatloaf. Yeah, it's totally, it's so bomb. God. So yeah, I, I haven't had the meatloaf yet. No, it's good. It's it, really good. How did you I'm two meet, Don and Mel? How did you guys meet? And how long have you guys been together? We have been together for over 10 years. 10 years. Oh, like Rebbe and I. Okay. Uh, we've been together over 10 years and we actually met at Gossip. Yep. Oh, I don't, really? I have a really, I have a really strict rule. Yeah. I don't date guests. I don't date regulars. Uh, I've never dated a regular. That's rule number one for me. I, I don't shit where you eat sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and her friend was sitting at my bar asking me, what's your type? What's your type? What's your type? I'm like, it doesn't matter. I'm not dating your friend. Leave yeah. my bar. You know, I was trying to be nice. And then he started getting really annoying. Yeah. And I'm like, move out of the way. I've got a line behind. Me. He's like, just tell me your type. I'm like, I'm not dating your friend. Like, <laughs> let go. I did not know this conversation was happening. So Don was the friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. was friend. He wasn't but there. Dawn, I didn't see her. Yeah. Okay. I had no but idea. But Don was also like, I don't date bartenders, right? No. Like, you I'm know. not dating the bartender. Because yeah. let me tell you, I love Don because Don's a bougie bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. you guys met that was- after that and then it was just 
So yeah. she she came out of the bathroom yeah. having this conversation with his name is Scotty. Uh, he's he's got credit for making this all happen, <laughs> even though at that time I was like, get out of my bath. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she came out of the bathroom and she's walking by. She's walking up to the bar and I'm like, oh, huh. <laughs> and she's up to the bar and she's like, asked, she actually asked, she didn't know who I was. Yeah. And she asked me, she's like, so where's a place to go around here that's got more women? Like, where can I meet girls? Like, obviously it wasn't working for her there. Yeah. You know, type thing. And I was like, um, it was a quiet night. It was a quiet night. It was yeah. early. Actually. It was early. And Scotty was behind her, thumbs up, thumbs down. And I was like, yeah. You Thumbs, know? Up. Thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then here but you are 11 years later. I know. Gosh, exactly. But he actually had grabbed her information and had written it on a piece of paper. And we had our, you know, we had a, our, I call it girl night because Scotty would come and he'd spend the night at our, at my house. And we would, mm-hmm. you know, we, we had our, he was my, he was my girlfriend, you know? So we basically, the next morning, if you woke up, he had her information in his pocket and he'd actually thrown it away. And I pulled it out of the trash and we looked her up at that time. It was all about Facebook and looked her up on Facebook and Scotty did all the rest and started making that happen. And we ended up dating. So Aww. yeah, we went on, we went on a date, went really well. And then uh, in true lesbian fashion, our second date, <laughs> uh, Miriam, you'll get a kick out of this. Our second date, was driving to Las Vegas and seeing Stevie Nicks and staying the night. Oh my God. Who does that on the second date? (laughs) It's either going to go really well. That's a long drive. You really get to know somebody on that drive. What if you guys were driving there and you realized like, oh no. Oh no. What did I do? I would have left her there. I would have just come back on my own. Knowing knowing each other now where we're at. Absolutely. She would have been like, this doesn't work for me. I'm just going to catch a flight back. Yeah. And I would have, I mean, I had my, my vehicle, so I had my truck. So I was fine. I would have done the same thing as Don. I would have been like, you know what? This isn't working. I got to go. Bye. I can see Don. I I have points. This is fine. We're doing (laughs) fine. (laughs) Absolutely. You're going to stay very well. And either you're going to stay on your own or, or it's going to go really well. Oh, how funny. Both were obsessed with Stevie Nicks. So it was kind of an instant um, love affair. And now we've seen her, gosh, I think almost 18 different times. 18? Um, Wow. Yeah. I've seen seen Stevie Nicks either in conjunction with Fleetwood Mac, Tom Petty, By Yourself, concerts, uh, probably about 35 times. Dang. Somewhere around there. All over. We've gone to New York. We've flown to New York. We've flown. We see her all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, whatever. Wow. That's That's a good story. (laughs) I like that story. (laughs) (laughs) So if somebody from San Diego was coming to San Diego and they were going to Gossip Girl for the very first time, what could they expect? Gossip is an over-the-top fun experience. I always say it has a heartbeat of its own. It's one of those places that... uh, when you drive down the street, you can kind of feel the energy coming and you're like, well, yeah. what, what's oh, that place? And when you go in, it's just warm and welcoming and fun and just over the top. It, yeah. It's got a vortex. It sucks you in. Yeah. You can't just go to gossip for half hour, an hour. Oh my you're God. You're there you for don't know how true hours. Because <laughs> um, gossip was- opened. Go ahead, Don. I was going to say, also, if you have plans the next morning or you have to get up early, it's probably not going to be the place for you. Exactly. So that day, <laughs> make sure that you are 
prepare to be horizontal the next day because that's usually what happens. <laughs> or back in for right? for a shampoo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so gossip opened um October Halloween time, right? Two thousand nine. Yeah, it was October thirtieth, uh, two thousand nine. Yeah, we opened during the middle of a recession and the rainiest year on record. Yeah. outdoor restaurant. I like a nice challenge. 2009, that October, September is when Rob and I first met and we started dating. So for us, Gossip, and we were talking about this before the show, Gossip Grill for us has been like a staple in kind of our relationship and in our lives because separately, like we had our own moments there. And then I was thinking back, I'm like, and we were talking about all of the adventures within our lives that have happened at Gossip Grill. And there are a lot. And I didn't realize that. I was like, yep, that was Gossip Grill. Yep, that was yep. Gossip Grill. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, it w- it's really interesting. And, and it was the old space. I remember the old space, which, mm-hmm. yeah, which now is. You know, like my old. memory today, honest, my memory on Facebook yeah. popped up. It was Gossip is moving. It was the ad oh, for Gossip is moving. And I was like, wow. oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I have February that we've moved to the new location. I remember going to gossip at the, it was where right next to HBC where Harley gray was. No, No. uh, no. uh, is that what it's called? Oh my gosh. Oliver Twist. Oscar Wilde. Uh, Oscar Oscar Wilde. Wilde. That's what it was. It's one of those. (laughs) But yeah, I have very fond memories and still do of gossip. Like, Oh man, I've, I was there at karaoke so many times with my friend Lena, and like there's been so many stories, so many prides at Gossip Grill. Yes. And then waking so up the pride. next day and being like, oh shit, what did I do? Yeah. I missed the the frozen rose that you guys. Yeah, made. the frozen. Oh. I was. Rose. Yeah, in 2000, I think it was summer of 2018. I was addicted to those. Every time I went, that's all I would drink. They were so yeah. good. Glitter all around the outside. What about you, Rob? I know you have memories of Gossip Crow. Yeah. Well, one of them was not. It was. It was a. It was a memory. But it was. Um. I. We. We hadn't been there very long, and we were there with a group of friends, and I might have been the only white guy there. Yeah. With with our group of friends. It was my sister's birthday. Remember? Yes. And we had to. And she loves gossip. And I just that was her jam. I just got my drink, and and um, they're all dancing because it. The old space had the little dance floor, but like. All of a sudden, like the, they're well, they're like quit dancing like a white boy and like put some hip into her move and like and so I'm like okay, so I tried it. Next thing I know, I dislocate my knee. The drink is all over the floor, and then I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna go take a cab home because I'm like my knee is like gone. Like it was gone. Side. Yeah, he is. Oh. Yeah, so, so then we had was, to take him home. Yeah, physical therapy for six months. And I remember <laughs> I was really drunk on my and so I was like, Are you okay? I'm gonna drop you off at the house and then I'm gonna walk back to Gossip <laughs> and finish the party with my sister. And I came home that night and you were just mm-hmm. out cold. And then you yes. literally dislocated your knee. Yeah, he was in yeah. this uh, physical therapy for six months after that. That is the single most Caucasian thing I've heard. Today. Right. <laughs> See, this is why I don't dance. <laughs> I think there's wow. probably been quite a few injuries just from falling off bar stools at the oh, yeah. that. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. But then I was super excited when you guys moved to the new location where you currently are because it was so much bigger and just so much more comfortable. And it's like the perfect location in Hillcrest, too, which is... Yeah, we didn't have a uh, dance license. We used to always joke around and say, you can't dance, you have to sway. Because yeah. it, it wasn't in our dan- in our liquor license, we weren't allowed to dance, even yeah. though it would happen anyway. Yeah. And we knew after six months, you know, I, I looked at Stefan, I said, we need a bigger boat. Like, we yeah. need a bigger place. Yeah. So we just kind of kept looking. We looked at that space three times. Oh, really? And kept saying no because, you know, there were three different bars that were in there at the new location yeah. uh, in four years. Yeah, and every time we would go after and look, but we didn't want to take the whole place because the place was massive. Wow. It's like 16,000 square feet. Yeah. We just wanted 6,000, the space that we have. And then finally, after the third time and the third business going out there, she called us, the landlord called us and said, okay, I'll break it up. You know, so yeah. that's. Like we all wasn't it, eventually end up there. It's just we yeah. had to wait for the, the time to be right. When I remember, it was uni- there were, it was Universal, and then mm-hmm. there was another one, and that was the out. Where your guys's patio, that yeah. the main one, was part of the other building, if I remember that was right. Great. That was no, it. That was was right? Eden, Eden, yeah. and then yeah. the rain, twelve twenty, the rain, yeah. and it opened up into what is now Sleep Train. Sleep Train, yeah. 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 Yeah, because it was that big doorway, and you can go in and out. Uh, yeah, way back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Wow! Oh my god, what do you think of seeing that the old building of Flame? They're keeping the facade, but they're opening it up. I heard rumors of a jazz bar, and then there's going to be what's a condos above or something like yeah, that. There yeah, above, I yeah. mean, the Flame is iconic. It, I know it, just, it really is. The landmark. There's a lot of stories for all you folks at home. Little fun story about the Flame. Uh, the flame is haunted. Well, probably Very not haunted. anymore, but was really extremely haunted back in the day. Really? Uh, it used to be a brothel. Uh, the brothel was burned down by the Christian coalition back in like the 30s, I think it was. I don't remember the date. And Annie, who was a manager, the brothel manager, uh, she died in the fire. And then there was a another person that was stabbed in there in the 80s. And, you know, what? anyway, there were lots stories. of spirits, a lot of stories. And the things that would happen there are really creepy oh my like, god i love that shit i am such like, a sucker I, for I, that I shit friends with annie like yeah. i would talk to her all the time because she would move drinks and channels and you know things that parcels would fall over and all these yeah. things i'm like hi annie you know but um oh, yeah there's, wow. there's a plane fog that come out on the dance yeah floor one day the yeah. we had city's finest square dancers they used our dance floor on wednesday yeah. and was our bartender and they're like, Mo, there's a fire, there's a fire. And I'm like, what? What? And I go out there and it's the fog from the fog machine. Now, for folks that don't work in clubs uh, or know about fog, fog is very heavy. Mm-hmm. So if you're not, if you don't have bodies to mix it up, it kind of creeps and rolls along the bar. Like it's literally walking the bar. It's super creepy. <laughs> and so it kind of started crawling on the bar. I'm like, what the heck? So I go to the DJ booth. The fog machine is unplugged. Yeah. What? Yep. That not it was but it was working this is a prime example of of stuff that would happen it got at um the flame all the time oh so, god i'd be like give me an exorcism get me out of here god oh, damn yeah. and it's just well, down the right. street yeah. oh oh my god i didn't know that about the flame. maybe this is why we have a ghost here too i know our place is haunted we have a ghost yeah. and it drives us freaking claude is a nightmare claude is an Can absolute I hear one more story yeah go ahead so at the new gossip we don't have any issues, but we didn't have any issues until recently uh, with spirits or anything. We have an amazing Tony. I don't know if you know this and Rob, both of y'all, when you go there, Miriam, I may have told you, 
but there is a half disco ball on the inside mm -hmm. in that VIP area above yeah. the stage where the Queens perform. That ball is Bette Midler's disco ball that she used to come <gasps> down on at Caesar's Palace. Bette you know, Midler, Bette Midler. Talk about it, like how Bette used to come down on this disco ball. That oh, wow. is that disco ball. Stefan flew to Vegas, bought it, and then rented a U-Haul because none of us had a big enough vehicle to get it back and drove it back. It cost more to, to get it back than it was to buy it. In that disco ball, we have created a shrine for all the folks that have passed. Unfortunately, yeah. suicide is a real thing in our community. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, we, we have unfortunately lost a lot of our, our guests and friends. Uh, so anybody is welcome to put a picture of one of our guests or someone they've lost up there. So they're always with us and they're always on oh, the dance so floor with us. They're always a part of that. Yeah. I have no idea how what is up there. I have no idea. Wow. But in the last, in the last yeah. like eight months, we've got something. Yeah, there really? is some there some sort of spirit now gossip. I'm like, I've never felt it until recently. My staff's been telling me about it, and the saints are turning on all the time. And I think I know who it is. Yeah, uh, I think too. I know who it is. But yeah. yeah, is it is it a I'm good my sage on Thursday? <laughs> oh, Mary, is no, it a good spirit or? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. yeah same like with ours homes you know yeah. i mean i think that's what made it so special is we would do this kind of offering and have we've had quite a few people that have literally i don't want to say not in a funeral there but have a, a memorial yeah. gathering well, memorial let me pop that picture up in the in the disco ball oh, you know gossip is, gossip is a home away it's your other home it's a home yeah. away from home that is it so is true. if you don't know what to do that's where you go especially yeah. for the women's community when something bad happens, such as Orlando, the shootings at Orlando or or the power outage in 2009 mm -hmm. or 2010, people don't know where to go. So they come home. They come to gossip. Together. Yep. You know, that's why we, the sign says, welcome home, beautiful. You know, it's like we're their home. So whenever so we lose someone in our community, it's very common. They reach out to me and they're like, can we just all meet at gossip? Are you OK with that? I just need to be around my family, you know, and just be around my community. Yeah. Absolutely. So amazing. You know, I did not, thing. I did not know that tidbit. And, and everybody that listens to the show knows me. I am like the biggest Bette Midler fan. So oh, that yeah. is like, well, I was like, you guys are with Stevie the way. Yeah. He is I am that. with Bette. Like literally since sixth grade, I've been obsessed with her and I still am. Um, so I, I did it. not know that. And I always wondered about the disco ball. Cause I remember I, I've seen it there, but Oh my God. Now that's going to have a whole nother meaning for me. When I go, yeah. <laughs> when I go, so. Wow. So one of the other things, Goss, that you guys are doing during this pandemic that um, I enjoy because I tuned in was Hen House Happy Hour. That yeah. You, during you the first did. quarantine, you know, I was bored. I was at home. Yeah. I mean, we weren't really doing too much at the time. I mean, I was working, but it was minimal because yeah. we weren't open yeah and so i started doing hen house videos at home just kind of teaching people how to make you know cocktails and how to do fun things like balance a martini on your head it wasn't just cocktail oriented it yeah. was also kind of fun flair stuff or you know just little tricks of the trade and it went really really well so during the second shutdown we decided to take it a step further and kind of go live on gossip platform instead of it just being something i'm doing on the side mm -hmm take it live with gossip and sell drink kits. Uh, so you can actually get your kit ahead of time. I put out the drink that we're going to make. Everything is packaged up for you. We keep them you know, usually 25 to around $25. It makes four drinks. So oh, it's a great nice. deal. And you can take your kit home and we make it together. And Dawn yeah. helps me, yeah. you know, she's now behind the bar with me, um, which is great because she's not a bartender and she doesn't, she works in the beauty hair world. 
So uh, <laughs> it's right. good for her to be back there because she asked me questions that I don't think about, you know, yeah. and that because, you know, I am the professional and she's not. So it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's a good right dynamic. Here. We yeah. play off each other real well. We yes, you do. I, I love to make her super uncomfortable. Too. <laughs> oh, it's one of my most favorite things. <laughs> I like to call her daddy. <laughs> oh yeah, she just loves that. Yeah, she said that in front of my in front of my mother last week. I was oh, like, God. Well, no. It, Okay, but that's just because your mom had made some kind of comment about her being mommy. And I said, that makes her about as uncomfortable as when I call her daddy. So <laughs> don't say oh. that. <laughs> but it is an entertaining show. And you, Mo, you go, like, I don't, I don't, I don't look at you as a bartender, but more of a mixologist. Because you really know your booze way more than, like, I do. I was like, there are different kinds of whiskeys and bourbons. I did not know that. <laughs> I thought there was all the kind of the same. What I think I... people really connect with the story, and that's yeah. that's what I think yeah. what makes the Hen House a little different than mm-hmm. a lot of cocktail virtual events is it's about the brand. It's about there's so much history, especially with whiskey. There's yeah. so much history in these uh, in a lot of these uh, distilleries. You know, they go back hundreds of years. So I, I, I like sharing the story and where it comes from, and what it yeah. means. How do you pick which, like this last episode you did on Thursday, was it, thir- it was Thursday, I believe, or it was yeah. this Thursday, right? Chai, you the guys, the which one? Ryder Chai. Yes. Yeah, Ryder How Chai. do you guys pick which one you're going to feature? Because what I, I think that, no, it, was it the one from Seattle you guys were talking yeah. about? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. how do you pick which, which um, whiskey or bourbon or whatever the main, um, liquor is like, where do you pick it from and how do you well, find these it's gotta places? Be something, usually first off, it's gotta be something I enjoy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like something I like. Number two, the flavor profile has got to match with the drink. Yeah. Uh, Woodenville has a very, um, uh, rye or rye heavy, uh, more malt, uh, mash bill versus corn. So it goes really well with that drink. I, I know a lot about this random stuff. So um, that's usually how I pick. I also take care of the folks that take care of me. Mm-hmm. And during this pandemic, uh, Woodenville stepped up. Jameson yes. stepped up. Tito's has stepped up huge. They, they've paid for my staff. They've given us, wow. you know, gift cards to grocery stores so they can actually eat dinner. Yeah. You know, there's grant programs going on from them. They, and they've really basically come and said, I'm going to run my card for however much money it could be couple hundred could be a thousand could be multi-thousand mm-hmm. and I want this to go to you and your staff so you guys can survive so those brands that have really been there for us I want to make sure I support them and give back in the ways I can yeah yeah but it all, it's also something she's very passionate about or you know it's not just if it's something that she's not into then you really don't spend right I like I like liquors that have a good story yeah. like Uncle Nearest you know Uncle Nearest is my new jam it's a whiskey mm-hmm. but it's actually Uncle Nearest is made by the family of Ernest Green, who was the one that taught Jack Daniels how to make whiskey. What? In the history of Jack Daniels, they credit the shop owner Mm -hmm. that Jack worked for in training him how to make whiskey. But really, it was Ernest Green who was a slave. He was enslaved and owned by the shopkeeper. And he was the number one distiller of um, whiskey at like 13 years old. And he taught Jack Daniels how to make it and then became his master distiller. His family, three generations later, still work. A lot of his family still works for Jack and yeah. our uh, whiskey in the whiskey business. His great granddaughter is a master blender. And they started uh, Uncle Nurse Whiskey Company in paying respects to Ernest Green. And she is the one that did the master blending on 
the newest whiskey, the 1884 that's out right now. Jack Daniels, the company Jack Daniels has rewritten all their history books to include Ernest Green because he was written out of it because he was a slave. Wow. See, this wow. shit fascinates me. Like, I would be more inclined to buy a whiskey if I know that back. I'm like, nope. That's the one Absolutely. Same with wines. I mean, exactly, that's what Don, exactly. story. Yeah. But I know a lot of people are listening and not actually watching, but uh, Mo keeps looking up. And we have a bar that's, you know, on the other side of where we're, we're sitting right now mm-hmm. with over 150 different bottles. Um, of that's my favorite part about food. going to Mo and Don. <laughs> that's like a full bar. What are you talking about? You can open your business oh, yeah. in your own house. <laughs> more than most bars, but uh, between all the whiskeys, the gins, the tequilas, the vodkas, the yeah. you know the cognacs and brandies, plus we've got a almost four hundred bottle uh, wine refrigerator too. We like to drink; it's kind of part of our <laughs> life. <laughs> Love booze. The reason right? why Hen House has really become such a, a focus for us. So it's Hen House is very enjoyable because you get like with anything, like we try to do with this show, you get a bit of education and entertainment. And yes. I think that's super important. Important to it. And you you two do that with the hen house. You go in, you leave with something you didn't know, and you're highly entertained. So it is like the perfect combination. <laughs> um yeah. so if for our listeners, if there is somebody going out and they're looking, they don't know what kind of whiskey or bourbon to buy, what would what advice would you give them when they're looking into I need to buy, I want to buy somebody a gift, a nice bottle of whiskey. What would it be? Or how do I go about shopping for that? I probably would go with, I blends get a little squirrely if you don't know what you're looking for, because it could end up being kind of crappy. Yeah. Um, you know, I enjoy blends, but you kind of got to know what you're looking for with that. Your safest bet is to go with something that is labeled bourbon or labeled rye. Um, oh, I personally okay. like rye more, but I think for a beginner, someone who's rather new, uh, bourbon or Irish, you know, Jameson is always a good starter. Mm-hmm. It's a starting whiskey. And then you can go from there, but it's a little sweeter. bit sweeter. Uh, Irish whiskeys are, have more of a malt content. So, uh, they're okay. a little bit sweeter and oh, okay. then, uh, whisk, uh, bourbons are corn and rye are obviously rye. Yeah. But yeah. You just want to go with a, 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 a bourbon, a bourbon that says bourbon on it. Or that wine. says bourbon <laughs> then you're getting you know when you start getting the blends yeah. it could be it could be it yeah. could be something like house you yeah. don't know oh, you just don't know what true. it's blended yeah. with so. the other the other thing i find very interesting that has always confused me but when i tune into hand house you, you talk about it is the bitters like yes I have no idea what bitter I would pick, what goes with what, what even a bitter is, which I guarantee a lot of people don't. Um, So explain that to them. And you use local businesses, too, especially in San Diego. I really try hard to use local businesses and or minority-owned businesses, whether black-owned, minority-owned, women-owned, people of color-owned, you know, anything. I try to – that's where I just try to focus my dollars, you know. But um, bitters back. and to give back, yeah. Bitters is uh, basically like roots, herbs. Uh, it could be like peels. It could be a variety. It could be anything. Yeah. And it's fermented. Uh, it's it's got a it, it's something that doesn't happen overnight. You usually have to ferment it for you know a good amount of time. It could be like ten days, you know, a couple weeks, whatever, and let that process happen. The thing that people don't know about bitters, the thing about bitters that people don't know is that sorry sorry (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how to turn that off work is always happening right right (laughs) my cook cook locked out and trying to get him the code so we can get in um 
Bitters has a really high alcohol content. Oh, it does? Really I didn't know that. I yeah. thought they had no alcohol in it. No. <laughs> really? No. It, oh, shit. And 90 proof. Yeah. Oh. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Yeah. Now you you're know. hungover, just <laughs> throw some. <laughs> what, Miriam? If you're hungover, just throw some bitters and some soda water and call it a day. Yeah. Wake your ass up. Absolutely. The best way to settle an upset stomach is bitters and, and bitters and soda water. I didn't really know that. That's a good tip. I know it is, <laughs> for, especially for our audience. I know. <laughs> I love bitters. Mm. Oh, wow. So you the other. You use a few drops. You never want to use too much. It'll ruin it because it really oh, is. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. So the the other thing you two do is wine club at Inside Out, which I miss going to wine clubs so much. I miss Mary to host that. Um, you miss. I miss. I got I paid to get shit wrecked every month. <laughs> and it was always perfect because you guys did it um, when we were able to go out and enjoy it in person. You guys did it around three or somewhere later in the afternoon. And it was right after our show. So it was always perfect timing where we would be somewhat loaded after the show and then go to wine club. It was one of my favorite things in San Diego to do on a Saturday. Um, how did that passion start? With Because wine kind of scares me. Because yeah. I never know what to get, what's good, what's not. You know what I mean? But the wines you pick for Wine Club have, have been amazing. All of them have been great picks. So how well, did that start for you guys? It doesn't happen overnight. I mean, Don and I have really developed our palates throughout yeah. the years, you know, and enjoying wine. And we both have found a passion and a love for it. And, you know, wine creates good memories. It accents food. It, you know, it. it it does a lot, you know, it makes things taste better, but it really is about creating memories. Yeah. yeah. And I want to share that with people. And I gossip is gossip is a bar. I mean, we are a bar. Yeah. It's not a wine place. <laughs> it's not that place. Inside, I've always wanted to do something like this, but inside out, which is our other restaurant, our classier, mm-hmm. fancier, swankier elevated. restaurant, elevated restaurant up the street, uh, offers that offers a wine selection. We actually have a Corvin wine program. Uh that we can carve in any bottle in the house, which is a whole nother thing that's really cool. But that gave us a platform to do that. But um, yeah, we just, we, we really, just, we just have a passion for wine. I mean, even our first conversations when we first met the whole, our whole first date was based around buying a bottle of wine. And yeah. that was one thing I asked Mo in the beginning was that if she liked wine, I was living right before that out on the vineyard out up in the Temecula area and I just have this thing for wine. I love the stories. I love the feeling that wine gives me, not just between the buzz, but <laughs> I love the stories of it. And I love that there's no right or wrong. Like when you said, you know, how do I know what to choose? You choose what you like. It's not about a yeah. price tag or, mm-hmm. you know, a picture on the bottle. You choose what you like. And it really is, it's fun. And you explore that palette and it begins to really evolve and change over mm-hmm. time. If I have a piece of a piece of advice, if you're buying wine, uh, if you're not sure what to get, don't get anything that just says California. Unless oh, really? you know what it is. Like if it just says California, it's probably a blend from grapes from all over California, which there's there's nothing wrong with any wine. Every wine is great. And, you know, I don't want to discredit any wine, but you want to find a local region. So instead of buying California wine from California, maybe you buy Napa Valley or Paso Robles or oh, Sonoma okay. or Oakville or you kind of want to find something yeah. that's a region because yeah, then it there's love. more love that goes into that. Oh. It's a little bit harder wine to make. So that's a good piece of advice. If you don't know what you're buying and you're not really sure, uh, it, it 
And I probably wouldn't buy anything under six dollars, but yeah. you don't need to buy anything over fifteen either. That oh, eight, yeah. nine, ten dollar range is great. Just make sure it's got a um, a region on it. So two buck chuck is food. always a no. Well, <laughs> that's a whole other story. Well, that could be a yes. Okay. But, I mean, oh, really? Absolutely. But there's uh, about the two buck chuck. Oh yeah, because that was actually you know a decent that one was, at the time. That was, that was a wife a getting revenge on her husband. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> No, I didn't the know this. There's a story. Right? No, the wife sold it. Oh, she said, she yeah. The uh, wife that? sold his wine, his really, really nice wine. Charles, uh, I think it started as Charles Schwab, Schwab, whatever. I yeah. Know. She sold it for dirt cheap to Trader Joe's to get ah. through him yeah. uh, in a divorce. And somehow it just kept going. going and now it's going. a thing. But and now it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. wow. I didn't know that. There is so much into so, wine uh, and all that well, stuff. Oh God, yeah, and then just we love we love with the the vineyards, you yeah. know, the experiences, the memories that we have created. Just what we can by. remember. Yeah, <laughs> I have a question for both of you each. What has been your favorite venue uh, vineyard here in San Diego County and outside of San Diego County for each of you that you well, would recommend? I'm going to include Temecula because I haven't yeah, really found anything out here. We or haven't really Valle. been to or the Valle yeah. uh, uh, down in Mexico, but. I haven't really been to local San Diego wineries as much, but mm-hmm. Temecula, my favorite is Akash, A-K-A-S-H. It's a rather new w- a winery up there. And I love that they have general neutral bathrooms. They're stepping up the game. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's, they're, they're definitely very Napa forward too. Yeah, but they're, but they're Temecula. Yeah. I think they've got a really good thing going. They're kind of a new kid on the block, but I think they're a game changer for Temecula. And they're really going to push Temecula to up there. Uh, up their wines yeah nice and, what about and, what about you don oh my gosh i mean i'm such a napa i'm such a napa girl well, what's I your really, favorite winery napa um yeah oh gosh and that's so hard i look at more regions i mean like if again i wouldn't just say what this is my favorite winery i'd probably say my favorite region is between oakville and rutherford um so it's and pretty much i love anything along that whole main drag of in, in Napa, what is that? Is that 111 that I'm thinking of? Or no, 111 is uh, Palm Tree. What is the 129? Silverado Trail. So there's so many. I mean, I just, and I'm a, definitely a red drinker, mm-hmm. um, but I appreciate so many other, I pr- appreciate so many different types of wines. I think but, my favorite for experience wise, I mean, we've been to some great places up there with caves and all yeah. sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah. What I honestly think my favorite for experience is Joseph Phelps and Duckhorn. Yeah. And yeah. not I mean, Duck the wine, of course, Duck. is incredible, but it's the experience, it's the view, it's the Duckhorn's got a personal cheese board that comes out, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's everything that goes it's, the, with it's, it. It's the experience yeah. that all goes into it. You know, I mean, how many times have you gone to a vineyard or people go to vineyards and you fall in love with something, you buy all this wine, you get totally <sighs> so good, you have a great time, <laughs> you get home, you open it up, you know, a month or two later and think, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was I thinking? Because yep, you're not there not having this experience. I mean, you're so mesmerized. You fall in love. Yeah. It's, you know, with whoever's telling you the stories and the way they pour it in the bottle and the way the glass is, it's the, it's the ambiance around you. And then you think, wow, yeah, I'm done with that. Yeah, but, that you know, or, or we bought something that I'm like, oh yeah, that, I, I remember that place. And then we're like, oh my God, this is amazing. This yeah. is so good. How can we get our hands on this? More wow. So how do you pick what wine you're going to feature for Wine Club? And just to let our audience know, there you guys are still doing the virtual Wine Club. Yeah, we are. Right? The yeah. next one, it's always the last Saturday of the month. Mm-hmm. 
So the next one will be last Saturday. We're doing it virtual this month uh, again. And normally what I do pre-COVID, okay, so PC, (laughs) um, pick pick a a winery. So let's Mm -hmm. say it's um, uh, Keenan Winery up in Spring Mountain, Napa. And then I find all, I get a list of all their wines and I choose what I want to try. I get samples sent to me and we go from there. Okay. Uh, with COVID, it's been really interesting because with liquor companies, they're, they don't have budgets to have samples anymore. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of had to go into some of this blind and uh, pick my best guess. But I work with Billy, which Tony, Rob, you both probably know Billy. Billy's our small EA. Yeah. He's a professional. He, he's our professional. <laughs> he works at Young's Market. Uh, so he's really, he's a friend and amazing. Oops, sorry. No, it's okay. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Frida's calling. Um, uh, Billy has really, I really helped me lately because he's, yeah. he's a small lane. He's got a lot more knowledge than I have. And so he's been kind of walking me through everything, uh, during this COVID without getting samples or trying to get samples. So oh, it's nice. been a really good team lately. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, one thing I have to say, you know, there's that gratitude that you get of COVID right now, because no, I know we can't all be together, but these, we're, we are blessed that we've had Zoom because the, these relationships that we've cultivated with our, with our people that come to wine, to club. wine club, you know, yeah. even in the chat, we have full on conversations. I feel like I know everyone so well, and I might never seen you or met you in person, but yeah. I, I know you because we sit and chat at wine club together. We have yeah. fun. We spend two hours together. I mean, these people, it's grown and grown and grown with wine club. What it was, I mean, Miriam, I'm sure you remember when you first started doing wine club upstairs, God, yes. having maybe seven people. Yep. We're now remember being at the first like, wine club. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And now it's like 60. We had 24 or, people our yeah. first time. Now we sell out. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think, like, I think cap it off. Eight, 70 was the most we could fit during COVID last yeah. time. So, but online wow. we've been able to have the 200, you know, we can have these big groups that can come together and all enjoy the wine yeah. in, in a different way. And really feel like they're in your home. We feel like we're sharing wine with, uh, with oh, our friends. Amazing. Yeah. yeah and it makes, it makes wine tasting less intimidating for mm-hmm. folks. And it's, it's educational. So it's fun. You get a little bit of drag. Yeah. You get your munchies, you know, you, we, everybody gets the charcuterie boards. We do prizes. It's really fun. Like, and, you get drunk. and you get yeah, drunk. Yeah, you get drunk. That is get, so true. Oh, you get drunk. <laughs> so you still feel good the next yeah, day. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. Well, when we were, well, before COVID, before the lockdown, I loved it because Wine Club was at the perfect time and you get the just amount of drunk where you want to go out and party even more. <laughs> but for Wine Club, you guys are still doing a virtual and you can get all the information uh, at Inside Out's website. I know you can go there and get it. And we'll have links on our website for that. Um, but I love it. I miss going out in, in person and I doing miss Wine it. Club. Yeah. Wine Club is we are truly my favorite. started last I month. Know. You what, what was that, Mo? We just started last month doing a travel club for wine. So we're doing a virtual travel. So instead of, you can't go to Italy right now yeah. or go to France, but you can go there with the wines and the food. And we did it last month. Oh, and we did, God. what did we do last month? Oh, we did all, I think it was. Oh, was all, all South America. Yeah. Oh we did my all God, South how America. cool. And Mary, Chef Mary Jo made this incredible food. The food, I can't even tell you how over the top amazing it was paired yeah. with the wine. And it was absolutely it was amazing. Meal. So we're in a yeah. four course, four course meal, four wines. And we're doing it again next week, next Wednesday with Billy. It's kind of Billy's small yeah. A. He's kind of running this. I'm doing it with him. And this time we're doing all islands. Yeah. So really? Santorini, 
Sydney, Australia. I mean, oh, all different islands. So yeah. <laughs> New Zealand's kind of a stretch, but yeah. yeah. So that'll be our next one. We're really excited. Wow. wow. That sounds good. We're going to put up the link for, for Inside Out. Just make sure you click in the bio because this will actually lead you to all the different events that are happening because I feel like also you're exploring right now, trying to find out, well, what can we do yeah. to break up the company of our, of our weeks and our, and our days. And there's always something going on. And between like the passport dinner, we're calling it passport because it's, you can travel throughout the world, basically with wine and food. And mm-hmm. again, you're live with us. You eat and enjoy a, an amazing meal and yeah. together we all sit and still chat together, but that's fun. And then same with the wine club. But yeah. if you want to know more like wine clubs consistent, it's every, it's always the last Saturday of every month. Yeah. It's always from three to five, but passport is now what? Like every it, a it couple varies. of varies. So yeah. But there's so many different things that are coming up. Yeah, and and for Gossip Girl, I know right um, now you guys have the liquor store kind of open where you can literally buy liquor, full yes. bottles. And somebody who was telling me that you guys even sell some like groceries through there too. We do. We, which I was like, wait a, a minute, you can get right eggs now. or something at Gossip Girl? I'm like, oh my God, that is amazing. <laughs> I If I can sell it, I'll sell it. I, I, I mean, it, the times are oh, not easy right hustler. now. Yeah. I'm a hustler. I <laughs> actually sold 20 pounds of prime rib, you know, for at, Christmas. For Christmas. Did People you really? Buy like, prime rib. Don't go to the grocery store. Buy for me. Buy for me. <laughs> I get it cheaper. Right. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. But, yeah, I'll get you a good yeah. cut of meat, all right. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so, the liquor store, it, and we we spell it different for you folks at home. It's yeah. not liquor like normal. It's L I Q dash H E R liquor liquor box. <laughs> yeah, play off. Yeah. You know, always. being a women's bar, of course. Always. always. If you look at your menu, it's all yeah. over your menu. <laughs> yeah. But yes, if if it's in the house, I'll sell it. Like we are right. selling booze, uh, bottles of booze. We're selling kits. The kits are great. It comes with a bottle of booze, all your mixers, your garnish. Swag. It comes with everything. Yeah. It's a one-stop shop. It's, so. it's really cool because I know our other host, Bashi, did that a couple weeks, and we put it on our Insta. Um, I was like, you get all of that in the kit? What yeah. the hell? That <laughs> is a lot. <laughs> all your yeah. party favors. Yeah. Maybe yeah. <laughs> Bashi, uh, Bashi ordered drag queen delivery on Thursday. Which I was going to talk about is how did, so we've talked about it and we've mentioned it many times on our show, but how did the drag queen delivery, which Miss Mariam T is a drag queen who delivers on Thursday nights the to-go's. How did that come about? What, who came up with that idea? We just had a brainstorm meeting and we just had a management meeting and I think it was actually Dwayne. Or maybe yeah. come a unicorn, but we came up with two ideas and it was drag queen delivery and unicorn delivery. And oh, the unicorn, unicorn delivery is like yeah. a big blow up outfit, and it, it's fabulous. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's uh, clever, and, it, and it's, it's my staff so an opportunity to, to go out, and make some tips, and yeah. you know, make a little money on the side. Because I know um, in the Bay Area they were doing that, and they stopped. So I know um, with our friends at Instinct Magazine, they were reaching out to us because Miriam's like one of the only the one of the queens who is doing it now in California, um, yeah. which I think is such a clever idea. Because one, it's for you guys, the bar. You guys are are getting that income. And then also too, it gives the drag queens something to do and make tips and money on that too. So I think it's great. Yes. You know, yeah. I mean, and it makes how people often, like, uh, can you look out your window and see this amazing queen running through you, yeah. running towards you with a, a, a bag of food. <laughs> oh, and it gives you a bit I of the days. 
before COVID yeah. when we were able to go to drag shows. It gives shows. a little bit of normalcy. Yes, yeah. Miss Miriam. How I are you like it. doing it, Miss Miriam? I love it. I mean, I have had to uh, learn w- what to wear and what not to wear <laughs> because it's a lot of it's a lot of up and down, in and out of the car. Um, and I am no dainty woman with no dainty hair. We know. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, I've it's been about a month now, so I've got I've got it down, and it's it's really fun. Like yeah. my last delivery this past Thursday, she was like, "You are the only drag I have seen in months." <gasps> I and know. She, and we just sat and we t- oh, I stood there at her doorstep and we talked for like. 10 minutes just she, she was my last delivery of the night and it just it it made her whole like oh, week yeah. you could tell like and i, I had a like i had a surprise so birthday delivery mm-hmm. somebody ordered a surprise birthday yeah. package for their friend and she had no idea i was coming so i knocked on the door and she was surprised to see the drag queen and didn't know ah. she was getting a gift so yeah it it, oh, it supports so. local it supports artists it's yeah. it's great and oh I love God. that you can deliver booze too. Yes. So that's the other thing. Yes. Too, it's like, not just food, order some booze, you yeah. know? Oh, I had a question for you, Mo, because you talked about this on Hen House last time. CBD infused booze, which isn't at bars yet, but you did, I think it was, was it bitters or was it actual? Yeah, it was a bitters. bitters. Yeah, it's called, it, it's actually called uh, CBD. Yeah. It's called CBD um, bitters, but um, also a black owned female company. So I'd like nice. to support her. And you can get that at Collins and Coop. So I'm going to give him a shout out. He's my uh, my go-to guy. He's a bartender supply here off Utah yeah. and um, El Cajon. I get all my yeah, booze from him. Yeah, over in North Park. In North Park, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I know... Be friendly and supportive. For people who listen to our show, they know we take... We take a lot of cannabis. We're very big supporters yeah. of cannabis. So when I saw that, I was like, is there a plan for that ever to be in bars? And when you guys do reopen there, that, there is, is. going to be um, it's alcohol. It's not too far music. off. If really? We were hoping to have it passed by uh, last November. Uh, but with COVID and everything, it just hasn't gotten there yet. But yeah. it's not too far, too far off. THC going mm-hmm. in cocktails is very far off. Yeah. Um, yeah. CBD going into cocktails. I don't, I, I'm hoping we'll see it within this year. The main thing is there's no there's no um, structure in place on how they're gonna how they're gonna manage it and how they're gonna like make sure like you know make sure that people aren't overdosing or whatever. Yeah. Number one, number two, there's no one to manage it. There's no group put together yeah. yet yeah. that like a board or you know whatever um, to to manage that yet. So a lot of bars are doing it, but they're kind of doing it underground. Oh, gotcha. Um, gotcha. You know, it is not legal. What yeah. is your experience with it? Like, what it, what is the difference? Oh, we have for a people? blast. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I bet. Like, so people who don't know, like, CBD infused bitters or alcohol, like, what is the difference between regular alcohol for the people who may not know? So the CBD does not have THC in it. Yes. So I'm not going to get that um, high. Yeah. You're not going to get the same the same reaction out of that CBD as you do if it's mixed with, with cannabis as mm-hmm. You all know over here, my experience panel over here. <laughs> um, oh, we know. It does, <laughs> it does give you a sec, a sense of relaxation. Nice. You know, it just kind of. I love CBD. Kind of clears right? your mind a little bit, you know, and just kind of. So, so don't have the same benefits from CBD if you smoke it or do the edibles or any of those, but it's infused into the bitters and alcohol. So that same health benefits that CBD has, you're going to get that in the bitters and alcohol? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Oh, you know, I, I mean, there's that. not a lot in there, yeah. but it does. It just kind of you just have a little bit of more of a less anxiety. Your brain's a little not as cluttered with all the yeah. 
you know, the, the, the mind chatter. Yeah. Which is, no. yeah, ever so yeah. slightly. <laughs> which is always good. <laughs> yeah. Not as oh, good as an wow. edible. An edible no. in the cocktail is much better. No, that's better. a good time. Much better, much better. Yeah. Do you have you a... Don't wake up hungover the next morning. That's my favorite part. Yeah, for sure. Do you do you both have a favorite dispensary here in San Diego that is a go-to? Yeah, place? we go through March and Ash. Oh, that's I ours. Yep, Ash. they've been on our show. They were they, When we had them on the show for our 420 episode, I think it was last year or the year before, year before, um, they brought up, they brought over so much samples oh, of weed. <laughs> our co-host, my I other co-host, Bash. Hot smoking episode. <laughs> oh God. He, he did, I think it was a dab for the first time on air. Oh. oh, he was gone. He literally like he was up, up. And then it was just quiet. And then right when the episode ended, he's like, I need to go lay down in the room. So he came in our extra room. <laughs> It's like, oh my like gosh. ow, fetal position, laughing to himself over YouTube stuff. It yeah, was hilarious. I forget what episode number it is. I know we did it in around April 20th of, yeah. of last year, year the before. Year before yeah. So um, check out the March and Ash episode. Yeah, it was it's a great very episode. informative. It, it was sure. very informative. <laughs> I don't know if you all remember, but we used to do Wake and Bakes at Gossip. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. I, I remember. missed those. Yes, we worked with MJ Tours. I love those folks so much. MJ tours and they pull the van out back yep. and March and Ash would pull up and sell product. And then you go smoke in the van, not connected to gossip. And then you come back. <laughs> and I got to tell you, I saw more food on that day. I loved one another. Have Everybody a wonderful was patient. Time. Yes. Yeah. I love the wake and break brunches. I miss those so much. And a munchy menu. We're not able great. to do them anymore. I Hopefully know. San Diego will change laws again. And, <laughs> So my last question for for you both before we wrap it up is what do you see the future of this industry bar restaurant going to be coming up this year and going forward? Because we know COVID's changed everything, everything, everything. So how do you see the future, especially for Gossip Grill, going forward from here on? I Right now, survival mode. Everyone's yeah. survival mode. We just, we got to get through it. And I mean... I don't know how long this is going to go. And I don't know if we're going to make it, you know, mm-hmm. money only goes so far and without help, I don't know, but if we can round it, it's going to be cutting it close, but I, I, my gut says we'll make it through it. My gut oh. says it's going to be a really good year, it's yeah. but we just really got to get over that hump. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, right now, all, if you look at all bars, everyone is re read, we're going to redo all of inside, uh, inside of gossip. Like everyone's rethinking how they're doing things. Yeah. How can I cut hours? How can we do this? Like reconceptualizing everything and everything's going to look different. Moses is going to look different. Mm-hmm. Inside out's going to look different. Gossip's going to look different. We have to adjust at the times and we have to cut uh, funds where we can, you know, yeah. to, to make it through this. But I do think when we finally get a vaccine and people actually take the vaccine, please yeah. take the vaccine so we can open. Please, uh, people. You know, yeah. I think. I think everyone's just going to come out and it's just going to be gorgeous. We are allowed to. Oh, you're so right, Don. (laughs) The day we are allowed to like have normalcy, somewhat normalcy back, it is going to be a shit show in the most amazing way. And I cannot wait. Absolutely. And I'm so gathering central. I'm so, I'm so thankful for all the support and just everyone at home keep supporting because right now it's, we were all planning on being open by now and we're still close. Yeah. And it doesn't look like we're going to open anytime soon. And, and there's a I, lot of restaurants going down. Go ahead, can, I, can I just say that I have to say thanks to Moe's Universe for yeah. sticking to the rules and doing it the right way. Doing it the right way. All yeah. of their bars. For ev- sure. In fact, 
anytime we had a birthday this year, we didn't go anywhere else other than a Moe's Universe place because yeah. I don't trust some of these other um, places. When, yeah. So, so I just wanted to say they should be. Yeah. To our, every all of you involved with the Moe's Universe, it's been it, it, even during the pandemic, you still feel very comfortable going to the establishments because you yeah. guys are following the rules and making it a safe place for everybody. I can't amazing. live with the fact that I really, if I were to get someone sick and they died because of us not doing what we're supposed to, I can't do it. I can't live with that. So yeah. we've been really adamant. And my staff, I don't want my staff to get sick either. Yeah. You know? So yeah. we take care of each other and we're all family and, you know, right? and, <laughs> and, and that hands. is, that is one of the, the joys with not just gossip girl, but just the homos universe. They've really created for a community, a, a family, like yeah. whether you it go really to insight, family. it is. <laughs> Whether you go to Inside Out, Gossip, Moe's, Betty, it's just this staple in the community. And it, it really brings so much comfort to so many people in our community, which oh. it's all because of you, you guys who, who run the places. So thank you for that. And, and Hillcrest and, Company, too. Just yeah, to Hillcrest. Oh, HBC has the best pizza. Go. I love their pizza. I'm, like, <laughs> obsessed with it. Especially They're their white sauce pizza. Oh, so good. What? $10. It's, I think it's two topping pizzas for ten dollars. Ten dollars, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's so good. I love their pizza, and they have one of the they had one of the best of their their beers, their stout, their coconut stout that they have there. I was religious about it. But before we wrap it up, Miss Miriam, what has been one of your favorite memories with Gossip Girl? I'm curious. Um, well, I don't know if this counts. One, because it's not much of a memory. Um, and it wasn't, uh, the, the, so the Moe's staff parties are always at Gossip Grill. <laughs> um, and from what I remember <laughs> from the 2018 and 2019 staff parties, we had a great fucking time. No, most Moe's Universe puts together a real bitchin' um, holiday party for the staff. Oh, that's um, so good. Lots of presents, amazing food, an obscene amount of alcohol. Um, <laughs> and I mean, I'll love. just say... Yeah. I'll say my first uh, my first uh, Moe's holiday party, I woke up the next day with Grotesca in my bed and there were just empty cans of Code Red uh, Mountain Dew oh, all no. over and the PlayStation was still going. We stayed up playing PlayStation. I don't remember how long, but I just woke up next to Grotesca and I was like, the fuck is she God, doing in my like bed? A nightmare, <laughs> it was a nightmare, Grotesca. I was like, what happened? We were just up drinking, uh, drinking Mountain Dew and playing video games until the wee hours of the morning. That is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the holiday parties. Right? <laughs> so, Mo and Don, how do people find you on social if they want to look you guys up and everything like that and get in contact? So my handle on Instagram is Mo Stoltz at Mo Stoltzden. It's Mo Gerton on Facebook and Don. And I'm Don Stoltz on Instagram, so on IG. Same. Yes. And you, everybody, you can go to Gossip Girl, um, uh, their website, and get all the information of everything we talked about. Tune yep. into Hen House. You guys, when are you? Do you do it every Thursday? Or every you Thursday at 5 o'clock. 5 as o'clock. As long as we're locked down. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> go check it out. It is very entertaining. I cannot say much about um, too much. I like, just <laughs> praise yeah. it as, as much as I can. Um, you can follow us at who invited her underscore podcast on Instagram or who invited her SD on Facebook and Twitter and you can watch us every Tuesday night at 7pm on Out at TV they have great programming over there go watch Shit Show with Grotesca who's been a past 
um, guest on our show. She hosts that with Kevy Kev. Um, mm-hmm. And you guys, don't forget to subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and a great review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us out a lot. You can follow me. It's Tony underscore baloney underscore macaroni underscore... Is that it, Rob? I can't remember my hand. Uh, <laughs> Tony Baloney. Tony Baloney. Mac- there you go. And Miss Mariam T, how do people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at the Mariam T or my website, sheherme.com. Um, I'm also on Facebook at Mariam T. Um, if you want something fun to do, every Thursday night is Drag Queen Delivery for Gossip yes. Girl from 3 to 7. You can order online. And also on January 21st, I will be doing um, virtual drag queen bingo for Aspen Gay Ski Week with my hometown sister, Miss Naomi Daniels. Anybody can play from anywhere in the world. It is a fundraiser for Aspen Out, which um, provides services for LGBT youth in underserved, very small rural Colorado mountain towns. Nice. So that's a big fundraiser that we're doing for them. Nice. No, that's a lot. You always have so much to end the show with. <laughs> you know, She's a busy lady. You know, it's it's hard being booked. And so I know, I know. Oh, and before we go, don't forget to check out my other show, Film Springa. We do that show every Friday night at 8 o'clock. If you're a movie enthusiast, go watch that show. We review all of the movies you grew up with and your shelter friend who's never seen them, we expose them to it for the first time ever. So it's a great show. Go tune Tune in to that every Friday night at 7 o'clock at Out at TV. And that is it for us, everybody. Thank you, Mo and Don. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show this week. And we will see everybody next week. Bye. 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 Bye.